Hey, Toy Family, welcome to the special holiday episode of, well, screw it, Xmas episode of, no, we're not doing anything Xmas, Redo. I don't, <laughs> I'm Perfect. like, what holiday stuff are we doing? Because I'm pretty sure the season finale, season finale. Here we go. Hey, Toy Family, welcome to the season finale of season two of the Marsham Toy Hour, where we discuss anything and everything designer toys. I'm Gary Ham. I'm Teresa Hawkins. I'm George Gaspar. Are you guys ready to do some Christmas Carol in this episode? Hell no. <laughs> Teresa's down. Sure. I'm down. Let's do some Christmas wraps. I don't know. We can do like Jingle Bells designer toy style. Maybe. Oh, I might have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about making fun of ourselves on this show, George. Yeah. Uh, I'll just stick to making fun of you on the show. Okay, that works. <laughs> that works. Acceptable. Uh, so this is going to be our final episode. So believe it or not, we've actually recorded 43 episodes in 2017. That's that's not bad. That's a that's... good chunk. What was it in 2000, whatever the first one was? I don't know. I didn't look. <laughs> I only cared about 2017. But uh, we only, nice. so we only missed nine weeks in 2017, and three of those are in December. So because we're going to end it right now, and then uh, one for Designer Con, one for Five Points, and then four other weeks in the in a year. Wow. So that's pretty good. We're going to have to taper yeah. off in 2018, though. That's what you say every time. You tried to cancel the show like 15 <laughs> times. I know. I try, but I like talking to you guys too much. I know. I actually do enjoy doing the show, but I need to start being maybe a little more. Uh, productive part of the toy society. I, I'm not really that productive anymore. I spend every week doing stuff for the show, so I need to get back to designing and, and ma actually making stuff again. Uh, I get it. We'll see what happens. Hey, real quick. Are you all hearing people cut off, or is it just me? Just you. Just you. Okay. For Christmas, maybe you should get a real computer instead of using your cell phone. <laughs> There's a thought. Well, what? <laughs> It's so funny because my mom will always be like, what do you want for Christmas? And like jokingly last night we were talking and I was telling her about all this new stuff. And she goes, you probably want like a new roof or a water heater. And I said, yes, please. <laughs> the essentials. <laughs> I'm so, I'm such a, uh, my poor house. Like it's, it hasn't stopped. I've fixed one thing and uncovered more and it's just never ending. So I'm like, yeah, if you want to, you want to come pay and help repair some of my drywall, that'd be the best gift ever. Welcome so. to home owner. Uh, welcome to home owner. <laughs> Say that one more time. I can't. I don't think I can. <laughs> home ownership. Home ownership, Teresa. You're an officially an adult. I know. So yeah, I, I, I could use some practical things. I mean, I, yeah, uh, uh, being able to do uh, Skype with the actual microphone I bought for this show forever ago would be nice. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. I've got a, you know, roof computer. I've got to kind of, you know, balance the priorities over here. But one day we'll get there. Season, like, 10. I'll be all set up finally. Do you guys buy many designer toys in the month of December? Or is it mainly focusing on others? Holiday shopping, you mean? Holly shopping, but do you take care of yourself? Because I know during December, I don't really buy myself stuff. It's like, it's all about buying gifts for the kids and the family and extraneous family and all that sort of stuff. Like, very rarely do I ever buy myself something in the month of December. Hey, Teresa, you're always buying designer toys. Do you slow down during December at all? Or because no one else is going to buy it for you, do you just continue buying it for yourself? 
Yeah, I mean, I never expect to get designer toys as Christmas gifts because no one really understands this world. And I don't think they would ever buy me anything like that. So unless I like really hinted and said, hey, you buy me this thing, I would not expect to get that. So for me, it's very, um, I guess, situational. Like right now, I'm trying to be very good because of everything going on with my house. And yes, the holidays and want to be able to budget for that. But I mean, if something popped up that I really wanted, then I'm obviously going to go for it. Like that that lottery going on with um, Shoko's show that she did. Yep. Okay, so Shoko Nakazawa, I don't know if you saw George, but she did a solo show recently. And it was really cool because all the pieces that are in the show, so it included the Byron Labubu, uh, where it's a Labubu in like a Byron suit. And they had an orange and white one. And then also her new seed loss figure, um, which is the... Byron on all fours, um, her new sculpt of that. But she, all those pieces she had in her solo show, uh, they did a really cool international lottery via email. You're speaking so anyway, a foreign language to George. George does not know one thing you just mentioned. The best thing is like, what happens if someone like listens to the show that doesn't know designer Byron, <laughs> and they hear things like, "Oh, did you see the Byron and Le- <laughs> like?" It's just it's literally ch- childish gibberish. It is. It is. Byron Obubu, seed loss. I tried, so hard, to explain it, I tried yeah. so hard. I got it because I went to Instagram while you were talking, and I typed in Shoko, and it came up, and so I see the character that I think you're talking about. There was an orange one and a blue one, maybe. Yep. Yeah, orange and so white. I get that. I know, now know what a Byron in a Lububu suit is. There you go. Flip it. Labubu in a Byron suit. Whatever. <laughs> well, he doesn't know what a Byron it's is. So, it's I don't so know what funny. a Byron or a Labubu is, but now I know what they look like in each other's suit. Oh, my gosh. I, you all correct me up because my brother tried really hard to give these a try because he, you know, supported me. He, and he said, I tried listening for like five minutes one time and I could not understand anything you all were talking about. No, this is like so. this is foreign language to anyone that's not in this scene. My bad. Oddly enough, I know people who aren't into the scene who actually listen to the show because they find it entertaining, which is odd. That is odd. Why would you listen to this if you're not into There's designer There's nothing toys, entertaining but... about what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, Gary, you, you're pretty good entertainment, I have to say. You and your, your sayings and well, gibberish I'm, sometimes. I'm just a walking buffoon, but <laughs> it's not like I intentionally try to do that. I'm just naturally good at it. <laughs> exactly. You come across very well. But no, well, so yeah, as George said, um, if you want to check those out, and of course, I'm talking about something and the lottery ends today. So, so <laughs> I, feel I, really bad. I, I entered that lottery. It's my first one I've ever participated in. So we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll actually win a lottery for my first time. Yeah, I'll find out. tomorrow. Maybe we'll both win. Happy. Should we uh, get to some uh, Lisa Sneak Peaks? We haven't done that in a while. Let's do it. Well, wait, George didn't answer your question. What was my question? What was, what was the question? Do you, you buy toys this time of year or oh. just focus holidays? He's selective. Oh, I, he doesn't buy toys anymore. No, actually, I do. I, well, most of my toys, though, are like Target toys, like Hot Wheels and action figures. But if there's something I saw, like designer vinyl, I would buy it because there's no one that's going to gift that kind of stuff. So True. Well, how about this? Are either one of you participating in an advent calendar this year? I know a lot of the toy companies are now jumping into the advent calendar world. I know Lego's been doing it. Disney Sumsum's doing it this year. Um, Funko's doing it with Freddy's. I know, George, you guys used to always open up the Lego one during a toy break. So are you doing an advent calendar this year? Are you, Teresa? Uh, no, I did not get anything. No. 
Yeah, I got the the, the Freddy Funko one, and it's been super fun. So uh, I've been actually sharing it through my Instagram stories. So I thought, what the hey, let's share it with the world. But people seem to be enjoying it, and I'm also really bad at opening the bags. <laughs> so I've had to do a little editing magic because there's times where I'm literally sitting fil- fiddling with the bag for like 20 seconds. So I cut all that crazy stuff out. But low low production quality sharing on my end, but it's been super fun and. Um, all the pieces have been really cute. I hadn't seen that before. Where did you get it? Like, where did you find that? Yeah, so um, for those that don't know, Funko actually now has their own online shop where they sell direct. Um, it's like funko-shop.com, but um, they actually sold it through their web store. And so you could just buy it direct from them and you'd have to ship it. But um, I think they also probably sell it in their headquarters store in Seattle, but you know, most people would be able to buy it online. So it wasn't sold in stores or anything. It was just through their online shop. Are they all um, Freddy's in there? Like in little suits and stuff? Yeah. So it's all, all pint size Freddy's. Yep. In different uh, yeah, holiday really themed outfits. Yeah, they're super, they're super Teresa. They're like little teeny <laughs> Freddy's. And they've been like, they're all holiday in some way. So some are like true holiday. Like so far I've pulled like a Nutcracker and an Elf. But then there's also just been like a little Freddy in a Christmas sweater. And it was reasonably priced. Wasn't it like $45 and you're, you're going to get 24 pint size Freddy's? It's on 50 it. bucks yeah. on their 50 site bucks? right now. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. $50 on their bucks. site. Yeah. Yes, it's like two bucks a toy, which is great, and it's fun, and it gives me something to look like. I get so excited for the next day because I want to open the next door, and it kills me. Like, keep looking at my calendar, and I'm like, oh, I just want to open them all. But it's exciting kind of not to know what you're going to get, and I've been having fun filming it and sharing it. So, yeah, George, it's been a fun little Sure, she unfriended someone who uh, <laughs> opened a door a few days early and posted it on Instagram. So she – A spoiler? Yeah, she got a spoiler. She got all in a tizzy, and she she messaged me like, "Oh my God, Gary!" <laughs> I thought like maybe she got an like an auto accident or another big bill for her house. Like she seemed really like distressed over this, and it turns out it was just someone posted a spoiler for the day one of the advent calendar. She was very annoyed, and she unfollowed the person. Well, well I think temporary <laughs> temporary unfollow. It's just that. I, certain days, obviously, like I work and stuff, so I can't open it till later in the day. And I'm having to be very cautious because Funko has now been sharing them daily through like a video on social media. So I'm having to avoid them. And now there's been a few other people. So I, I unfollowed one person, I temporarily unfollowed someone else. And then someone today, again, I saw, so I might unfollow them, <laughs> but I really don't want to be spoiled. Here's I want to be able to The first thing spoiled. you do every morning is what? You get out of bed and you go pee, right? So every night before you go to bed... <laughs> Put the uh, the blind bag on top of the toilet seat. So when you wake up in the morning, you can open it up as you have your morning pee. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna film <laughs> I'm gonna film showing me on the toilet with my pants down, opening a blind bag. No You're thanks, Gary. Viewers. <laughs> That's one way to get viewers, I guess. <laughs> All right. No, I. It, it'll be fine. But yeah, I, I. There's a few people where I'm. I'm just very like I really want to be surprised. So. Uh, yeah. So if if you happen to have noticed, it's not that I don't like you. I just like surprises, and I will come back to follow you. Would either of you be I- interested in a designer toy advent calendar in the future? Say, like a uh, kid robot did a dunny advent calendar. Is that something you would be interested in? Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be pricey. It would. Yeah, you'd still probably pay well, upwards of almost two hundred bucks for one. Well, maybe they can find a way to not make it that expensive. They need to make mini dunny. Advent calendar. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe the teeny, teeny weeny ones. I, yeah, I mean, I really like the idea. I mean, this has been really fun to have a calendar that's not like chocolates or whatever. And honestly, I've never really done an advent calendar. It's not something like we grew up doing as a family or as, you know, as a kid that I did. But um, I saw it. I was like, I got to do this. This is super fun. So yeah. I like it. I kind of hope they'll make another one next year or I can find another one next year to do because I'm having a lot of fun with it. Cool. All right, let's get on to some leaks and sneak peeks. Teresa, why don't you go first? Oh, can shoot. I, can I interrupt before we do? Sure. We're never we're never going to get to leaks and sneak peeks in this episode. That's going <laughs> to be the joke of this whole episode. We're just gonna <laughs> keep um, because I'm on this Funko shop and it keeps like, you might also like this thing. Have Do you guys know anything about this line that they have called Pop Monsters? Yes. Yes. Are these something that they just designed themselves or is this based on something? Nope, it's their first line of characters that are original to Funko. These are amazing. They're so cool looking. Yeah, they're really You want to know? It's the wet, you know you're really talking about cool? the Wetmore Forest, right? Um, that, I, I don't know. It, it just yeah. says joining BB and Butterhorn and Wetmore Forest. Yeah, okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah, so actually what's really cool, and this is kind of a leak, so hot, George. We are squeezing it in, but... So they started with those six base characters that you're probably flipping through right now. So yeah. Tumblebee and Pickles and I forget Butter, what all of them are. Butterhorn, yeah. Bugsy, Wingnut. Oh, my God, the little bat. Yes. But what's really cool is, and I don't know, um, shoot, I'm sure it's out on the Funko page or somewhere, but they're working to expand the line. So they just released some um, news and some screens. Did I send that to you, Gary? No. Nope. But um, – I'll have to flip you that. I'll, I'll have to look it up. Maybe we can add the link in the podcast description to it. But they just, I don't know if it was like a video or what, but there were some sneak peeks of some of the characters they're working to create. And they're working to both expand the monsters, but they're also going to start like a monster villains line. So like some evil looking monsters to go with the cute ones. So, oh, okay. uh, huh. yeah. We're going to have to get uh, Chris Reiniak back on. There's a... There's a well. There's a bit of uh, I don't know. There, it doesn't look like he designed them, but there's a little bit of love to like his style. I would say just I think mostly because he does those big black eyes usually, like those big dark eyes. Right. So there's I mean, and that's obviously the pop style as well. So when you mix that with monsters, it has a very like like tuned out Chris Reiniak vibe to them. Right. No, it's been mentioned quite a bit that in like maybe the naming convention and I've heard I've heard it and I really sort of saw the connection maybe with the, with the first one. I can't remember the the character. If it, was it, if was it's, it, pickled, it's definitely uh, this one. I saw Tumblebee was Tumblebee. the one that was the only one that reminded me of maybe a thumb, Thimble Stump Hollow, a you know creature. But other than that, none of the other ones make me think Rhyniac at all or I'm not saying that they like copied anything of his or anything I can just see a little like maybe someone there likes Chris oh sure yeah I think that's kind of been mentioned maybe someone was you know maybe a little influenced by it or something but this guy in in particular but but these actually look really cool and I think it's pretty cool that Funko's doing their own thing I I would be interested in purchasing these actually nice yeah Yeah, uh... December now (laughs) <laughs> yeah well the the cool thing too honestly is that um i've seen a lot of people who have been into funko and kind of seen that monsters line and then somehow found chris kind of indirectly through it so it's, i think i'm starting to see some like because of that line some people over in the funko world sort of coming over 
but there have been a lot of people who I've seen like come in and are like finding it, you know, my photos and some of my Chris Roniak stuff and I'll go look over and they've got kind of a little bit of the monster Funko Pop line and some Thimblestone Apollo and all of that. So I think it's bringing some people over into our fun world. Yeah. I mean, it would Good. definitely be nice, you know, a nice jump into Chris and Amanda's Chris and Amanda's land for sure. Yeah, I I could totally see like a crossover happening there. Like you know, they're sim- they're different, but they're similar enough to like each side would probably cross over and and, and appreciate what the other person is doing. So that maybe they're helping each other out in the end. Yep. I have to ask George: Are you going to troll Jess and buy her toys for Christmas? Uh no no. <laughs> no. You gotta you gotta get her like the teeniest tiniest toy you can find. Oh, do that. Fill her stocking with just teeny tiny toys. <laughs> you guys are evil. No, she wouldn't. No. Like something really 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 teeny and cute. Just one teeny cute thing. I might as well just and then wrap it. Garbage. Wrap it in, like the. You can wrap it in like the biggest box ever. You guys are lucky she's not home yet. Speaking of unwrapping, <laughs> let's get to unwrapping some leaks and sneak peeks. Okay. We'll okay, see. fine. Teresa, what you got for us? Okay, well, uh, as you may know or may not know, Tokyo Comic Con took place recently. Speaking of Chris and Amanda, they actually had uh, a really awesome, I don't know, gallery show for, I guess, gallery show there. Um, it was called the Curious Forest, and they had this giant booth dedicated to all their work. It was. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. If you check out Chris and Amanda's um, Instagram accounts, you can check out a bunch of photos. But it looked really awesome. But anyway, so, you know, through checking out their show and kind of flipping through stuff and looking at Tokyo Comic Con, I came across a new toy that I hadn't seen before. It's called the Chick... chick oh, gosh. Chikiwan? C-H-I-K-U-W-A-N. But it's this very Teresa alien-looking guy. It's by One Up Toy. You can find it on their account, but it's also uh, you can find it on an account called Gumtaro, G U M T A R O. I think Gumtaro might be the artist, and One Up Toy is the producer. But it's super adorable. It's like this cute little alien monster in um, like an outfit. It looks like he's wearing kind of a jetpack. I don't know. It's it's adorable, and I hadn't seen it before. And I'm actually really bummed because One Up Toy was doing um, so they had released some new colorways for Tokyo Comic Con, but they also did an overseas lottery via email, and I missed it by the time I saw it. But what excites me is if they've done a lottery this time around, hopefully they'll continue to do lotteries going forward so all of us could have a chance to get one. Yeah, I saw that too. I mean, I liked it. It was really cute. Actually, I liked the head of the uh, the toy more than the body. It sort of lost me at the body because the head, they call super clean and cute, and the body... I know it's like it's supposed to be like an astronaut suit with like a backpack, but it's almost it looks more crudely sculpted. Maybe it's like it's supposed to be like a fur looking astronaut suit or something. I don't know. What what kind if of, I have no idea what you're talking about? You don't. You have no idea. What was it called? It's it, look up uh the Instagram account one up toy. O N E U P T O Y. And then right. scroll down. Oh yeah, I could see you liking those. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I want one. It's not necessarily purchasable now, but I've got to believe. I mean, they just released another colorway of like a silver glitter or sorry, a gold glitter. So you're leaking something that people aren't able to get? No, they can get it (laughs) in the future. All right. So follow one level up on Instagram. Is it one level up? (laughs) One up toy. One up. Follow (laughs) one up toy on Instagram and you can maybe, you know, just follow them long enough and maybe you'll see a release come from them. 
And all <laughs> Don't if get I see, to if three I... people that none of us know what we're talking about. <laughs> hey, now, I think it's worthy. It's more like a sneak peek of, hey, there's this cute toy I found, and you should keep an eye on it. This is a terrible finale so far. Come on now. <laughs> That's an adorable finale. toy. <laughs> people need to know about that toy. So it hush it. <laughs> George, save us. Oh, barely, because mine just got destroyed when I went to another site to look up more information. Oh, no. So I saw it first on Spanky's site, but he didn't have all the information. He said it was going to start selling on December 9th. And the thing I'm talking about is Alex Pardee's Bunny With Final. Um, have you guys seen that yet? I mean, I know who no. Alex Pardee and Bunny With is, but I'm not sure what the final is. Uh, vinyl, vinyl. Not oh, vinyl. vinyl. Okay. Vinyl. Uh, <laughs> so it looks like Mighty Jax is making a Bunny With figure. Oh, wow. And it looks like it's going to be eight inches tall. Um, and it's the base bunny with, the, the straight up regular old bunny with. So really he's bunny with nothing. <laughs> and the, I mean, but unfortunately, by the time this airs, the pre-order might be over. Oh, great. Uh, so again, I'm also <laughs> telling you about something that you can't. But see, Spanky's didn't say that. Spanky said the pre-order starts on December 9th. I would assume they would let it go for more than 24 <laughs> hours. Oh my gosh, George! I just I just found a, a post that says limited edition vinyl toy from Mighty Jacks this Saturday for only twenty four hours. Oh yeah. no! So now forget it. Forget everything I just said. What you should do instead is go over to shop.alexparty.com and buy his bunny with book. There you go. Because you missed the vinyl. There you go. Good stocking stuffer idea. And bunny, if you don't know Bunny With, Bunny With is awesome. I've been a fan of Bunny With since it was a comic book back when it was sold at Tower Records. And uh, it was it's it's always been funny to me. And now there's even an app. Actually, go download the app. It's free. Uh, and it's a Bunny With game where you have to, like, smash Bunny With with a bunch of stuff. And don't worry, he loves it. And it's awesome. Cool. So, George, is that – I don't know a lot about this character. So it started in a comic book. That's how it originated? It's basically just, it's this drawing of a bunny that Alex does. And the original idea was, this is the bunny. And then he just does the bunny with something. So, like, I think the first page of the comic was, this is bunny. And then you turn the page and it says, this is bunny with Fred Durst's stupid hat. And it was literally the same drawing, but just with a hat on. And then from then on, it just keeps going. And then it's bunny with whatever, like bunny with herpes. And it's got, like, little sores all <laughs> over it. Bunny with one eye. And it's just got one big eye. There was a miniseries that uh, DKE put out a few years back of like five or s five different bunny widths, and then there was a Java, so there was six different bunny widths. You sculpted those, and, didn't you? Yeah, I sculpted those um, for DKE with Alex, and it was, uh, you know, I I love bunny with, and I I just I'm so happy to see this character like keep going. Yeah, I just found that. Um, I just found it though. I just found this DKE. It's like a series of five toys in different colors. Yep. Orange, it's like they're red. like figures, solid color, just sculpted details. Yeah. Well, that's fun. That's a fun little concept. I'm going to have to go check that out. Are you at the airport, George? Uh, no, but I live under the flight path. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Dude, I stink right now. <laughs> like, I'm just actually sitting, smell? I, I actually reek of BO right now. I'm sitting here going... What the fuck is that smell? And it's me. <laughs> I must have forgotten to put on deodorant this morning. It's just disgusting. That's I, ridiculous. I'm like getting nauseous off of my own reek. 
We're going to have to wrap this one up early. Or I'm going to have to take a shower. What the hell? Okay, so my my leak for tonight is actually not something you can get either. Um, it's called, actually Yum Yum London posted an image this week of a Super Teresa. It's a little cannibal slice of pizza toy, but it's a prototype. It looks like a, a painted prototype. They had it sitting on the desk. So it looks like it's something you're going to be able to get in the near future, but they did not announce when that date is. Um, but it's essentially a little slice of pepperoni pizza, and he's holding a piece of pepperoni with a bite taken in out of it, and his cheek is full. So, you know, you get the impression that he's the one that took the bite out of the pepperoni. I think it's pretty funny. Um, so it's pretty cool. Yum Yum hasn't made a toy, and I think since 2012, they were the ones that made the the, um, the vinyl toys. I don't know that the line had a name, but they were... Um, there was like a giant hot dog character. There was like a, a kung fu grandma, like a naked guy wearing like a, a box of popcorn on top of his head with looks like probably 3D glasses. So they made some great toys in the past, probably about five years ago. So I think it's going to be um, exciting news to a lot of people who maybe collected their stuff in the past that uh, this pizza guy is going to be coming out. And based on the comments I saw in their Instagram feed, it seems like it's highly anticipated. So... Um, no mention of release date, but it looks great. And if you want to check out what I'm talking about, check out Yum Yum London on Instagram. Yep. And I was one of those people going crazy, Gary, because it's awesome. Oh my gosh. I think I have pneumonia on top of my stink. I'm dying. <laughs> it's your lung butter. Um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't seen anything from Yum Yum London in a very long time. So to see them pull something new and a new toy is super exciting. So I'm excited. You should be excited, George. It's adorable and it would be perfect to pair with a Ninja Turtle because it's pizza themed. I just have never seen Yum Yum London. I am now right now clicking follow on Instagram. Nice. Um, that freaking hot dog is amazing. <laughs> and then that naked guy with the popcorn on his head is the coolest thing I've seen in forever. It's a great line. I think they had a line of five or six figures. I need to have that toy. You just, you have to be, um, just don't be disappointed because most of those characters, as Gary mentioned, are old and sold out. But they do still have on their website the Kung Fu Grandma and the Cactus for purchase and they're pretty affordable they're in pounds 15 pounds so roughly what oh, 20 wait, i can't get this too i can't get the the guy oh, oh, I'm, sure, could... I'm sure you can find it somewhere i need that naked guy <laughs> i'd like the hot dog but i need that naked guy in my life that's amazing all right i'll make it my mission because i love a good hunt so i'll see what i can do george the oh, hunt will begin maybe santa heard you have you been a good boy george you might get a little nice <laughs> something underneath the tree this year I definitely have not been good. <laughs> well, so speaking of yeah, speaking of places to find like you know old toys and stuff like that, there's actually a pretty cool new Facebook group I came across this uh, actually last week called Urban Vinyl Toy Group, and it's essentially a a group of toy enthusiasts, and they're having like a a fun marketplace setting where you can buy and sell um, toys with other collectors, but they do it in a unique and fun way. So you're getting you're able to buy these toys at a like a significantly reduced cost than when you normally would. You're not paying flipper prices or anything like that. So it's a pretty cool, fun group. I, I would say anyone who's into buying old toys and or even if they're doing a lot of fun giveaways, they've only been around for a month now, but they've already done four giveaways. And uh, actually the fourth one 
currently going on right now is a one of the sold out quicks kid robot colorway of the tech 63 vinyl toy figure so that's something that they're giving away at the group right now um, for Christmas, they're going to be doing a pretty epic Christmas giveaway where 100% of the proceeds are going to go directly to charity. Uh, they're going to antici anticipate five winners, and the prizes will range from anything from small customs done by um, artists to uh, probably a very high-priced Holy Grail piece. So um, if it's something that you sound like you might be into, check out Urban Vinyl Toy Group on Facebook. And to become a member, you have to answer a short like a questionnaire just to make sure that you're, you are you know, into designer toys and stuff like that, and then you can get in. Cool. That's that cool. makes it looks like it has penis and balls. <laughs> what? Is that interesting, like... Teresa? <laughs> I wasn't listening to anything you were saying on that last post because all I could do is look at this thing. I'm going to have to insert the mm, penis clip after you <laughs> no, say that. No, wait. What, Please do. What, look, what looks like that? The naked popcorn guy. Mmm, penis. Well, that's why I don't like my, That's why I don't like him because I don't like that he's got you know anatomical parts on him. That's you, the best part of it, Teresa. Oh, you you I, know guys have penises and balls, right? I yeah, but it doesn't mean I got to go around having toys displayed <laughs> around my house with that all over them. So what about the hot dog guy? He's basically one big anatomical guy. I like the hot dog guy. I thought you did. But he, Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Because now you're going to say the cactus has like a penis in its mouth or something like that. Even I though it's not like thinking that, at all. that just looks like a cactus to me. Come on, Teresa, get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, really. You're... No. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> Let's proceed past the penis talk and into toys. Some mm, more. Penis. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing my mother doesn't listen to this show. <sighs> all right, all right. So we'll move on. We'll talk about some sponsors. So, uh, for all your designer toy needs, wants, and desires, we got two awesome stores for you. There's StrangeCatToys.com. If you go to StrangeCatToys.com, load up that cart and be sure to use promo code DOPE at checkout, and you will receive 10% off your entire order. And there's also 3DRetro.com, and 3D Retro also has a beautiful brick and mortar location out there, and beautiful. Burbank adjacent Southern California. So if you're in the area, be sure to check it out. And then for all your daily designer toy news, be sure to follow the toychronicle.com and spankystokes.com. Um, what else? Oh, so last week was mentioned who was the winner of the next great blank contest. We mentioned before that Martian Toys had been hosting a contest to find the next great blank. Uh, it was open to anyone to participate. All you had to do was submit turnarounds for the contest. And uh, it turns out last week they finally announced who the winner was. And Who would uh, that lucky winner be, Gary? <laughs> well, George, it turns out I actually won. I, um, I submitted three designs pretty much last minute. And uh, one of them was selected to win them, so I'm pretty excited about it. It's actually, um, last I heard it, was actually already being 3D sculpted. Um, so, I don't know, it seems like it's moving along pretty fast and it should be released in 2018. I, I Actually, I almost didn't enter the contest because I thought the title of the contest was something that was going to be, I don't know, just kind of hard to live up to. Like, even if you won, like, what if it doesn't sell well, then you, you know the next great blank it's not the great next great blank obviously but it won and um i look forward to you know people you know using it next year and how blank is your blank it's pretty blank it's, it's pretty blank it's the, like a ghost little ghost guy yeah i mean i think 
George or Teresa, if you guys actually went through and looked at a lot of the participants, I think a lot of people thought blank just meant an, un- an unpainted toy because a lot of the stuff was highly sculpted, um, not really thinking about what makes a good blank toy. Um, and so the one that I have, you know, it's pretty much, it's pretty basic. It's not, um, it almost looks like a little chibi ghost character with arms and very, you know, basic legs. Um, no eyes, no nose, no nothing. It's, it would be a great armature for a sculptor to build upon or it's a cute enough design. I think that anyone who wants to just, just only apply a, a paint, you know, application to it, it would, it would work fine for that too. So we'll yeah. I like it a lot and congratulations. I think it's super exciting. I, I agree. I think um, it's nice and smooth. So those that just like paint application, I think have a lot of options. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, by keeping it without a face on it, someone could do a lot with it, whether it's just paint or adding sculpting to it. So I think there's a lot of possibilities and I kind of want to maybe take a stab. George, maybe we should have a little Marsham contest where each of us take your blank and see what we can do and then you can judge us gary you can see which one's better oh i hate judging although <laughs> i mean george is kind of like the sculptor master so me me saying i want to compete against you is kind of silly but still <laughs> yeah but that doesn't mean i can paint a blank there you go i'm not a, i'm not a painter at all so maybe we maybe we like do a uh a, a collaboration you sculpt well i don't really like painting but <laughs> So you just oh, no. said we'll you see. want to paint, but you don't like painting. <laughs> it's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll make it fun. Which one of your three won? Sorry, was it the Jasper? It's the Jasper. It's like a little, he looks like a little mini chibi ghost, almost ghost-ish. Right. I took basically a couple toys I've designed in the past and just tried to chibify them and then just strip away all detail. So that's kind of what I came up with. So we'll see. No offense to, the one that, to that one, but I kind of like... The untitled guy a little bit more. Yeah, I think initially I started it too, but I think there was like I think seven or nine judges who helped decide who the winner was, and I can see where maybe that one mm. might have been seen as maybe a little limiting. Um, I know I had like a little muzzle on those. I think if I went back and redesigned it, I probably would take off that that little you know nose muzzle part, kind of what the maybe the Dunny the Money has a little a little bump on the face. I'd probably remove that and simplify it even more. Oh, yeah, I would take the nose off for sure. Yeah. I think without the nose, it would be even better. Yeah. Yeah. But I think but it's yeah, got no, potential as a blank, that one. Yeah. For anyone interested, because we're kind of talking about it, um, if you want to kind of check out um, all the different submissions, uh, if you go to Martian com, in their menu at the top, you can look at all the different um, Next Great Blank submissions as well as the finalists and the top 10. So you can go in and check out and look at it on their website and kind of see all the different things that people came up with. So lots of cool stuff. You could see all the things that people don't know is not a blank. Well, I think, well, I mean, I know we talked a lot about it and how it seems like people, it's, it's, it's kind of changed a bit, but I like that it's going to be a true blank and something really simplistic and have a lot of flexibility with. So like Hermes Jr.? Not a blank. No, it's not. No, but I but still I, love I, I, to- it. I tossed that in there because I know a lot of people today aren't considering what you and I, George, consider blanks. So I tossed that one in there. It's like, eh, maybe. Because then, yeah. I, then I can, you know, I get, I think as payment of winning, I think I get like 30 as payment and then like a percentage of the royalties of, you know, over the sales. But if I got like 30 of the Hermes Jr., then I would just paint them as Hermes and, and sell those. So I kind of thought, I was kind of, 
thinking that way, yeah. but I didn't think that one would actually win because of what you're saying. It's not really a true blank, but I yeah. think from other submissions, I do believe that there was enough um, interesting submissions that I think Martian Toys or maybe some of the other judges might be contacting some of the other submissions about maybe just producing it as a, an actual toy, not a blank. Ooh, I fully support that. Like that little, um, shoot, let me make sure I get it right, but it's like the little desserts, the canned toy. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Those are fun. Ah, they're so cute. Like I totally want that just as is. And I could see like the little hair that looks like sauce or toppings mm-hmm. could be like different colors. Yeah. Is oh, that one of the top 10? That's one of the top 10. Yeah, it's, can, the, can. it's the last submission in the, in the webpage below Gary's right. three. That one's cute. I like that one a lot. Yeah, and there's the the stroll in here from Spanky. Which I think would make a great platform, so, too. Yeah, I mean, it's great. I actually really like this this sculpt of it. So, yeah, I mean, there's I mean, there's awesome stuff in here from, I mean, we could go, I could go on and on talking about all this. But so it's super fun if you all want to kind of dig in and see what, you know, a bunch of people came up with. But, yeah, that, that's great. I'm glad that some of them are going to be made as toys. So that excites me. I'm excited to see which of them are are going to get picked and made. Oh, my God. Some of these are terrible, though. <laughs> George bringing back the reel. Come on. like yeah. some. Of, I'm not talking about the finalists. I'm talking about in the general contest. Right. Like, come on, on some of these. Some of them, I don't know what they were thinking. I think it was kind of like what I did with the Hermes. They just sort of threw out a design and hope it might either get themselves noticed or... Maybe, you know, consideration for another toy design. I don't know. But you're all right. I would say, what percentage would you say, George? Maybe less than 5% could be considered actual potential blank material. I mean, uh, just looking quickly, like, yeah, like there's so many of these that are just like, this is not a blank. Yeah. It could have, if they're just, I mean, maybe they just thought they were like, hey, this is a way to get my figure made. Yeah, but I think it's fun. I like those sort of contests where someone like, you know, a lot of the companies only contact established artists and whatnot. And I think this is a really fun way for Martian Toys to either discover someone new. He wants to either, you know, maybe they don't win the contest, but maybe he wants to have them design another toy in the future or invite them to, he does a lot of custom events, you know, invite them to a customer. It's a good way to discover maybe new artists or, or it's just a good way for someone to get their foot in the door. Maybe they don't win, but, you know, might think they get, might get noticed by someone else. So, I like yeah. so good on Martian Toys for putting that together. I think it was a fun contest. But See? you know, our, know. our listeners aren't sitting there looking at all these things like you guys are. So let's not talk too much on it. All right. Jeez, Gary, ruin the fun. <laughs> I know, but we've been talking about so much stuff that the listeners have to look up, or I don't know. I feel like we need to move on and actually talk about something that doesn't need require something to look at. So. We can talk about some listener questions. We reached out to the stomping ground. So actually, anyone who doesn't know, we have a Facebook group called the Marsham Toy Hour. And it's a place that we continue discussions. Um, Sometimes we'll post daily questions and have some fun over there. So if that's something you're interested in, search Martian Toy Hour on Facebook and join our group. Um, but so we reached out to some listeners for some questions. We told them it was going to be the finale and just thought, you know, what would you want to hear? And so let's tackle some questions. Have you seen the on the um, what's that site called the uh, the Toy Chronicle? Have you seen that untuned SpongeBob SquarePants? No. Oh my God! You gotta go check it out. It's let me see who the artist is. 
Uh, Untuned SpongeBob SquarePants and Patrick Starr Best Friends Forever figures by Miguel Vasquez and VTSS Toys. It is friggin' the coolest, most disturbing pair of figures you're gonna see in a long time. <laughs> more stuff to look up. And it's oh my like, god, I just looked it up. Patrick <laughs> super, looks like a creepy, creepy fat tone head. Oh my gosh. I'm kind of <laughs> creeped out. Oh right my god, head. what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm kind of you know creeped what? out. No, they are totally disturbing, but they kind of remind me of... There used to be like this viral thing going around about someone who took cartoon characters and made them what they would look like in real life, like give them real human skin and everything, like Popeye and stuff, and that's kind of what this reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah, the sculpting's amazing on these. It's so funny. <laughs> the expression on Bob is priceless. Yeah. Oh, that close-up is... shot, so amazing. Creepy. <laughs> Uh, all right, we can get into questions now if you want. But no, I just, wait. That had to be mentioned. So, well, real quick, Gary, um, speaking of Toy Chronicle, um, I don't know if you all heard, and I don't think we have a ton of background, but something happened with their website, and they got, like, a database hack. And um, so I don't know if it's, like, yeah, I don't know if it's, like, their website or the, the database behind it or what, but... Um, so they're dealing with some hacking and they're having to move the web hosting so they can be more secure. And so they're kind of dealing with some, some, you know, craziness there. And, um, you know, it's not going to be cheap or easy for them to go through that. So if you're looking to kind of, I know a lot of us use Toy Chronicle as, you know, a source of information. So, um, if you're looking to kind of help them out and, and keep them running, um, they're, they're looking for some por- support to kind of just get a little bit of cash in to support this move. So um, I know they've got some some pins they sell on their web store. They also have a little donate button on their site. But, um, yeah, so give TTC a little love and help them deal with their their hack move. It's kind of sad. It's kind of crazy. So hopefully yeah. they get that sorted. Yeah, I heard they're having a real difficult time. It's not going to be cheap, and plus all the man hours to move stuff to a new server and all that stuff. So um, if there's any way any listeners can help them out, you know, they are a sponsor of the show. Um, they're, they're amazing for our community. So any way that you could potentially help them through this difficult time, they have a donate button on their website. Even if something as a little a dollar or two could help. But they also have some pins that they're asking maybe people can help purchase and help get them through these uh, tough times. Where's where's their store on the site? That I don't know. I don't see anything uh, for it at the top or anything. All right, hold on. So if you go to thetoychronicle.com, uh-huh. I thought it was in here. Well, shoot. Uh, it's the okay. It's the toychronicle.bigcartel.com, um, and there's also another pin on the secret ttcgang.bigcartel.com. Well, so. why don't they put a link to their store? Yeah, but anyway, but yeah, so uh, you can go check out their web stores, check out the site for the donate button. But yeah, just a little bit of love would probably help them out and keep them going. <laughs> huh. Are you still staring at the creepy SpongeBob and Patrick? That thing is so weird. I I don't even know, do, George. Do you think they could produce it to the level of this? prototype like in this close-up image i mean they could if they wanted to i guess if they if they well if you go to cost a bit but those eyes are crazy 
Yeah, they're really nicely painted in that prototype. If you go to the VTSS Toys Instagram account, they have photos of the prototypes huh. at the top of the page. You can go check out and see what you think, if you think they're translated well. Let's see. Oh, everything on this page creeps me out. <laughs> mm, okay, not for me. So let's get to some stomping ground questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> What do you do when a beloved one buys you the wrong toy as a Christmas present? What would you do? What, what kind of words of advice would you give that person? Nothing. You well, just we, say thank you so much for the kind gift and you move on. Yeah. Right? You don't, I mean, you don't yeah, let, you don't let them know that they got the wrong thing. That would be rude. I mean, honestly, if someone attempted to give me anything in the toy world, I would just be ecstatic that they even like knew or tried because most people are going to get like socks and pjs and i don't know i don't know what do you all get i get socks but <laughs> i get pjs i would be so yeah i mean we are we kind of discussed at the beginning but like the likelihood of me getting a toy in the first place is pretty low so but i mean people know i like cute stuff so if it was i mean i'd be all for it and i would yeah if even if it wasn't totally something i wanted you do what george does you'd be the polite person you say thank you Maybe maybe you start a shelf of just toys that you don't necessarily like, but someone else got it for you, so you can't throw it away. It's <laughs> that unique toy shelf in your collection. Sure. Whose phone was ringing? Uh, that was George's. Oh no, she's back. But I'm here now, guys. Oh no. Yes, is here. <laughs> Yay! The comedic closer. <laughs> so, so Jess, if. If a toy was given to you, a designer toy for Christmas, how would you react? I would act like I love it. This kind of happened last Christmas. Um, I would act like I love it, and it's the best thing. See, Jess is polite too, Gary. If Santa gave you a, a stocking full of teeny tiny toys, would you be upset <laughs> with Santa? I would feel like it was a practical joke, like they did it on purpose. <laughs> but what if they were super cute and awesome and you fell in love and then suddenly you realize this whole time that you've been wrong? Hmm. And then you'll just go, start collecting. They'll go in the candy jar. There we go. Safe. <laughs> <laughs> I would still love them and put them in the candy jar. I just got permission, essentially, from you to send you a little something for Christmas. Me? Oh, you, you, Jess. Just you wait. Me? I got you a little. Oh, tell George God. not to give you our address. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I'll find. You don't want teeny tiny. So I'll find like the largest, cutest thing I can find. And it's going to ship in like this giant four foot container. And you're going to love it. Oh, God. But Jess, you know, something else that you could do with those teeny tiny toys that you don't like is they're easily made you, into zipper pulls. You just buy one of those eyelet hooks and screw it into the top of them and buy a class and good to go. Zipper pull. Do you know what I actually, I was thinking about this the other day, uh, what I hate more than teeny tiny toys. And this is going to upset, I think, a lot of people. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't like plushes. Oh. <gasps> Jess. I know. Why, so your why is that? Might be a teeny tiny plush. <laughs> <laughs> like I could deal with the teeny tiny things, but like like stuffed ant, like stuffed plushes, I'm just I don't get it. 
What if it's a really great plush? You just instantly dismiss it because it has a plush essence to it? Kind of. Like, oh. I think they're great. Like, they're, I've seen things like that are plushes, and I'm like, this is, this is so fantastic. But I would, uh, would never allow this anywhere. Did you and I'm George's tag team? What? Me yeah. and George? Yeah, did you did like, George did, just leave? Did, did you just tag him and then all of a sudden you joined? No, he uh, the, his phone was ringing and then he said, "Jump in," and then he <laughs> left. <laughs> Man, I'm ta- I mean, I kind of get what you're saying because, like, I am a little more um, picky about plush. I could say, like, I'm I'm not like a person who would like go crazy, but like Yummy World, I'm really into. Which I don't know if you've seen. It's the kid robot line that's like foods with faces, but they so i have a soft spot for those and plush labbits and a few things here and there but yeah i i kind of get what you're saying because i think plush is a little harder to like just like i can't like it's a little harder to display but i have like a giant um you know one of those like chairs that it's like a circle yeah yeah i just fill up that with plush so no don't do it. I remember when we first started dating, <laughs> I would sit on his couch and all of the stuffed animals would just fall on top of me. Oh, gosh. And I was like, this is outrageous. <laughs> like, this is not happening. If we ever get a couch together, this is not happening. Are there like, plushes in the house now? Uh, there are uh, zero plushes in the house, actually. Wow, you cleaning house. Cleaning house. Like, uh, Flat Bonnie, I love Flat Bonnie stuff, especially yeah. the little cactus with the little yes. the little thorns. Yeah. Ugh, I drool over that every time, but I just can't. Huh. You can do it. I we'll can't do there. it. We'll get you there. No. Just wait. We'll slowly wear you down. I'll just come in, and I'll throw a comment here, throw a comment there, and then over time. <laughs> if that's what you're sending me for Christmas, maybe I'll give you my address uh maybe i could look into that <laughs> wait what's the what are the other questions i'll answer in george's uh fashion okay let's, let's see no i hate it spot well let's on. see um see if i can find a good one okay well this, i don't know if this will apply to you we can talk about this one though gary so someone asked um have you ever bought a designer toy and then sold it and now wish dearly you had it back but can't find it on the secondhand market for the life of you no, it's never happened. I usually tend to buy toys I actually like and want. I don't think I've you ever... keep them? Yeah. There's a... I don't think I'm I've first... really ever given a toy away that I've actually regretted. So this question does not pertain to me. How about you, Teresa? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, you know, I, you know I, I collect a lot, obviously. So as things kind of fill up, there are times where, you know, things I've had for a while, I've fallen a little bit out of love in and so i've i've sold those but um you know i i can't think of anything off the top of my head where like to this day i've sold it and i think back and i'm like man i wish i'd never sold that so i don't think it really applies to me either i think that's I mean, what stops me from selling a lot of my toys i have toys that i would that i think i can part part ways with like i have um the kid robot gorillas red edition set and uh I don't know. I feel like it's maybe it's time to let that go. But then I know maybe five, ten years from now, I might regret doing that. So I just when I think I'm about ready to sell it, I never do because of that reason. And that's yeah, why I, I, mean, I hoard all this stuff. 
You see, it's like I if I start getting to a point where I feel like I need to sell some stuff, sometimes I'll create like a pile and I'll let it sit for a while and I'll like look at it every now and again and like see how I feel. And if I start having this feeling of like, no, I really don't want to let that go. Like it comes out of that pile. But every now and again, like there are things where it's like maybe it's like a thing where I bought it and then more colorways came out. And so I bought that. And then over the time, suddenly I have five colorways and I'm like, Oh, I don't really need five colorways. Like I really, really like these two. So I might sell the other three, you know, that's happened. But most of the time, like I really, really think about it first and make sure like I really don't want it anymore. So, so far, no regrets on the things I've had to sell. Yeah. Just recently. And Jess, you kind of went through this when you were going through the move with George, but recently over the weekend, my wife and I, um, took, the, took our boys, you know, uh, four and three now, took them downstairs. We have too many toys. And we said, all right, guys, it's time to, like, pack up the toys that you no longer play with and put them in a box. And we know there's hundreds of toys that these kids have never played with in, like, the past year. But the second you go to throw that in, a, like, a giveaway box, they want to play with it. And I think that's kind of, like, where maybe George or myself or even you, Teresa, is like, ah, it's like we, we don't know how to part ways with our stuff. Yep. Well, no, because what if we want to play with it one day? I might need it again. I know. You might need it. Or, you know, I know sometimes, you know, like myself, George, like I'm, there might be a toy that has some cool glasses or something like that. I'm like, who knows? I might be invited to a custom show where I need to use those glasses for that custom or, or something. Every time <laughs> I get rid of something, I swear to God, it always happens. A week or two later, I needed that toy for something. Or maybe not necessarily yeah. that toy or that thing that I thought that I no longer needed that I threw away. All of a sudden, I just need it for some reason. And it always happens. So that's that's why I I hold on to this stuff. George, did you hear the question? Uh, No, because I was in the other room, but now I'm back. And I'm leaving. Bye, Jess. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Hey, Jess, we're playing a a game uh, in 15 minutes. Come back. What is it? I'm not telling you because you'll cheat. (laughs) She totally will. Never let me cheat. fair games only but no so yeah so come back jess but um george so what we were talking about is someone asked in the stomping ground have you ever bought a designer toy then sold it and now wish dearly you had it back but can't find it on the secondhand market for the life of you oh that's interesting gary Uh, and i couldn't think of anything we felt like we haven't had any sell regrets um, I'm trying to think if I ever have. I'm, it's more of like I saw the thing for sale and didn't buy it, and now can never find it. Yes, that's. I have I'm had that. That I've done. Um, no, I don't think so. I'm trying to. Nah, I must say no, because if I don't, if I don't have it, I don't care about it anymore. Okay. Well, yeah, I, you know, out of sight, out of mind is a true thing. Cause there are times where like, I really think about it and I'm like, even the idea, like once someone buys it, I feel a little bit of pain, like packing it and giving it away. But like, once I do it, it's almost like, okay, we're okay. Like you're moving on. I think a couple of these questions, let's just save them for, uh, for next season. I think some of these will work better next year. Like what's the list of, uh, best and worst toys of 2017, uh, what are your New Year's resolution resolutions, and how long did it take you to to break it? Um, yeah, you know we should do the best and worst. Like we should plan that for the first one back, so we can all like keep track and try try and figure it out now. Yeah, because that's that's something yeah. you really need to research. That's going to be time extensive to 
to put that list together. So maybe next year. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. No, we should definitely do that in January as like a kind of wrap up a reflection back on the year before we jump into 2018. I think that'd be fun. I'll start thinking about it. Now, here's a question. Someone wants to know, how does someone go about beginning to save for a toy convention? Do you save year round preparing for the next designer con or five points or toy con UK or whatever? Or is that something that you don't really put money aside for? It's just kind of part of your casual toy spending. I, I mean, that's kind of a, how you budget kind of question, isn't it? Everyone's going to be individual on that one. I would think so. I'm not a financial advisor, but I would say you definitely got to, you know, if you know a big convention's coming up and there's going to be a lot of releases from your artists or favorite artists and whatnot, it's just something you got to start budgeting for and start maybe, you know, make a little savings account specifically for designer toy purchases every month. Put $50 in that account and um, only use that account for toy purchases. Yeah, or yeah, like I mean, a week, like skip that hamburger and like save five bucks and go put it in a <laughs> put it in a shoebox. Yeah, yeah. Skip your Starbucks coffee. No, I mean, I think it it depends too. If if you have to like travel, right? So if you have to pay for flights and hotel and all that, obviously that's a bigger spend than just driving up and hitting up an event. But and an early planning too, not just like yeah. The- I mean, it it definitely helps to kind of think ahead. So, like, if you really, really want to go and you want to make sure you can budget for it, I mean, it could mean that, like, you go to buy a toy. Maybe you say, like, do I want this or would I rather save this 50, 100 bucks to go towards going to designer con? So, I don't think it's just kind of an ongoing thing, like being aware if it's a thing you want to do, making sure you can make it work. So, yeah. And uh, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, this is the season finale of uh, season two of the Marsham Toy Hour. We're going to take about three weeks off. We're going to just take the entire month of December off and we'll come back hopefully stronger and better in 2018. So if any of our listeners have any suggestions for us for the next year, um, let us know either email them to us at marshamtoyhour at gmail.com or join the stopping ground and uh, leave them in the comment section. But if there's anything that you feel like we haven't covered or there's any artists or companies that you want us to, to reach out to and talk to next year, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, topics or guests, if there's certain people you'd love to, you know, artists or producers or what have you that you'd love to have on. We're always open ears and and there's always people that we may not think of or that are in, you know, areas we haven't touched on. So, yeah, for sure. And we've we've offered that question about the stomping ground. People have thrown out names of who they would like to hear on the show. And, you know, we, you know, we have reached out to some of the people on the list and, um, just not able to get them on. And some people don't want to come on. Some people are shy. Some people don't like the sound of their voice. So it's not always easy to get someone on a podcast, but we'll, we'll try and uh, we'll definitely reach out to, you know, whoever we can make it happen. And let us know what's your favorite word that Gary stumbles on. Every single word. Mine is frustrated. That's my favorite. (laughs) I'm I'm unaware. Frustrated, frustrated, frustrated. My poor wife. I, I mean, I'm going to put out an apology to my wife right now because she's a highly educated individual. She's got two masters. She's a teacher and she's married to me, the biggest buffoon who can hardly pronounce the English language. So I'm sorry. Thank you for tolerating me for all these years. I don't know that many other people would do it. Uh, and that's that. 
Carrie, you're cracking me up because you just said tolerated. Tolerated. <laughs> I love you. I love listening because, like, literally, you're apologizing as you say funny words, and it cracks me up. And you're the best. I'm so terrible. don't ever change, Gary. Hannah. Oh no, I don't think I can change. <laughs> I tried. I just I've embraced my. I've embraced whatever it is that I am. I think for years I, I thought I was a horrible storyteller, and I still am. But I, you know, I'm like I'm over it. I'll tell a story now because there was a time where I was aware of how badly I spoke. And a lot of people like have pointed it out to me, so I became like um, self-aware, and I just sort of clammed up, and I don't talk. I became more. Of oh, a... you can't do that. You got to just go for it. I know, but for yeah. years I was a wallflower because of that, and uh, now well, I, I've em- I've embraced it, and I'm like, screw it. I just yeah. I mean, I if it makes you feel better, I've I've had that happen because I know my speech and certain words I say things weird, and it's whatever. I'm just gonna talk, and people can deal. And if they don't like me, fine. I don't like you either. Like Reese's Pieces. Re- uh, what is it again? <laughs> Reese's, Reese's Pieces. pieces? It's Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Reese's. Say. Reese's Pieces. Reese's. Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Done. See, I still think Reese's Pieces sounds better. Right, but... George, you want to bring back? Uh... Jess for our game? All right, let me grab her. I don't know, jo- Gary. I kind of want her back. She's going to cheat her way on through. I'm going to make George make sure she doesn't cheat, and she's going to put her phone away. I can't believe she likes cheating so much. All right, she's coming in. Okay. So, George, make sure she doesn't cheat. Put her phone away. Everyone put the phones away. No, Dude, internet. she cheats. That's just how it goes. Oh, she, she ran in with her phone in her hand. Oh, my gosh. Put your phone down. Oh, it's no fun to cheat. Why do you guys invite me? You know I'm gonna cheat. Uh, All right. Do you want to participate? This she, she's here. She's got her okay. phone down. Okay. I'm watching her like a hawk. Okay. So again, we heard a, we, we heard from several people and they actually enjoyed the Rotten Tomatoes game that we got from Adam Carolla. So I thought we would do that again this time, but with Christmas themed movies. I'm gonna keep the list shorter. I got a list of six movies. We'll keep it simple. And uh how sh- how should we do, George? You were, you're sort of saying like you watched another podcast or listened to another podcast, and they'd handled it differently. Because basically, Teresa won last week because she just took yours and Ben's and kind of went in the middle. Hey, uh, now well, yeah, it's the other one's called Film Ball. On Film Ball, what they do is they all have to write it down on a piece of paper first, okay. and then then they say it. So there's no like, ever, so it's basically like you can't really cheat. So here, I'll give. Jessica, a pad of paper. All right. And a pencil. Pencil. And I have a pad of paper and a pen. Okay. And then let's do it. And Teresa, you, oh, okay. you just oh, sent that to me over She's already got Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> open on her phone, sneaking it. No! no. Absolutely no. not. Steal that phone. Get that phone away. <laughs> All right. I, the phone is gone. Uh, I'm going to lose now. <laughs> we could also just alternate, but I will. I can, um, I can either type it as we talk or i can put it in chat whatever we want to do all, all right, right. We're ready. okay so we got six movies holiday themed movies the first one is elf the 2003 will ferrell movie what do you think the critics gave it as a percentage george uh, i said 82 okay jess what did you say 53 Teresa, what you got i wrote 90 90 Okay, the next movie. 
is the wait, night. Wait, Gary, you're not going to tell us? Oh yeah, let me do that. <laughs> so the the critics gave Elf eighty four percent. So George, you're I, only two points off. I suck. Jess, you are thirty one points away. No cheating. I'm not cheating. And Teresa, you're six away. So yeah. nicely done, George. The next movie is Tim Burton's. Oh my gosh, Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Oh, that one. Hmm. That. Hmm. Does it take into account like current ratings, or is this from when it came out? I don't know how it works. They probably went back and looked at all of the critic reviews from the movie back then, and then because I know like when it started, everyone hated it, but now it's like beloved. That's exactly like I'm sitting here and I'm like, people like absolutely love this thing but like it's kind of a weird movie so i i wrote something down i don't know if it'll be right but everybody write everybody write something write something stop cheating on mine <laughs> steal that phone oh i took the phone away twice already <laughs> i'm actually pouting oh <laughs> all right so Teresa, what do you got i wrote 70 okay <laughs> I read 72. She also did write 70. That's funny. All right. George. I had 73. George, you win again. The critics gave it 95%. What? Holy what? wow. That has got to be new because there's no way that at the time they gave it that. Yeah. Actually, wow. the crit- I think the critics review was actually higher than the audience review. And that very rarely happens. Wow. Well, we were all we all were thinking the same thing. We all were right around each other. Yep. All right, let's move on. That's two in a row for George. I would say he's definitely going to win, but we'll see. I've never won a game yet. Come on. The next movie is the <laughs> 1988 Scrooged with Bill Murray. All right. Well, I was one year old, so I haven't seen this. Oh, my gosh. It's a, it's a Christmas classic. So, who was in it? Bill Murray. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it, Teresa. It's a really good Christmas movie. Is it like the play where there's like ghosts and stuff? Yeah, it's the ghosts of Christmas past and future and present. All right, Teresa, what do you take a crack at it? I I did 75. Okay. George. I had 77. Jess. I did 80. Okay. Teresa, (laughs) you win this one. It was 68%. Ugh, I'm going back. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up is the 1964 Rankin Bass stop motion classic, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Man, is that the one with all those characters your family is obsessed with, Gary? Yes. Bumble. Bumble, Yukon Cornelius, all of that stuff. So would it make you sad to know I've never really watched this movie in full? Yes, it would. She will not stop trying to cheat. <laughs> because she can't use her phone, she waits for me to write it and then tries to look at what I'm writing. Yes. Cheater! <laughs> Just go and pick up your own. It's in my DNA to win. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Babe, oh. just write something. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. 
Hold on, she didn't write anything yet. She's <laughs> just waiting for someone else to say a word. I mean, Jess, trust me, I'm like full on guessing. She was I have no idea. This came out. She doesn't even know. <laughs> What'd you write? 70, I don't know. She wrote Can 70. I put 90? Yeah, she can write whatever you want. I don't know. Right, you pick mean? one. Ugh, I think dinner. Just say it up for All right, she said 70. Okay. I said 83. Jess says 70. George says 83. Teresa, what'd you say? I wrote 85. Teresa, you won. The critics gave it a 92%. Nice. I almost said 90 because I had a feeling people loved it. Nice. We got two more. The 1984 classic Gremlins. That's Christmas? Sure. It is a Christmas I, movie. Man, you're you're probably really sad because like I've not I've watched Elf, but that's about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. We need to get you some culture. I know. I know what Gremlins is. Like I, I know what it is. It's the little monstery things that like go bad at night or something. Do you even know the name <laughs> of the main character? Gizma. Uh the little white and brown dude? Gizma. Yeah. Uh, what is it? The cute little guy. Do you know the name of the cute little guy? Stop it, Jess! (laughs) What? I thought we were asking a gentle question! No, I was trying to ask the clueless. I I didn't even hear her, and I don't even know. I didn't want it for little Gizmo to go down in chains. Oh, Gizmo, yes! Okay. She she didn't hear me. All right, so George, what do you think? All right, I, I have 88. Man, George, George, we are right on pace. I have 87. I have 85. Oh, my gosh. The answer was 84. Jesse win. Yes! She cheated. She cheated. I could sense I it. I did not cheat. No, she didn't cheat, but no? she waited for me to write it and then looked at mine to see what oh, she was. Oh, okay. But she honestly came up with it. She didn't cheat. Man, one point away. All right, and we're going to wrap this up with... The 1997 classic, Jingle All the Way, where Arnold Schwarzenegger had to buy a Turbo Man action figure for his kid. Like in the 40s. Yes, I've seen that one. Whoa. Be be proud. It's a 90s movie. I've seen 90s movies. (laughs) (laughs) 81? There's no way. Teresa didn't write it yet. All right, we ready? We're ready. Teresa? I give it a 60 because I feel like people probably pooped on that for critics. Okay. George? 81. Okay. Jess? Uh, 54. Jess, you win again! It was 16%. Oh, my gosh, it's tanked! I knew it. I had 42 written earlier. Wow. I thought, I wondered if 60 was going to be too high. I had a feeling critics pooped on that. I they hated did, that movie. They did I not like it. I think it's, it's, I mean, it's not like the best holiday movie, but we you know when they have a bunch of marathons running, it's worth a watch to be in, you know, get in the holiday spirit. I can't believe you didn't put Santa Claus on this list, Gary. That's a fantastic movie. A fantastic movie. With Tim Allen? <laughs> no, I know the movie. No, I was trying to stay uh, maybe somewhat relatable to toys a little bit. Like um, 
Turtle Man okay. action figure, gotcha. tons of Gremlin mm-hmm. toys, lots of Rudolph toys, um, even Nightmare for Christmas toys. I think Scrooge and Elf are kind of just tossed in there just because, you know, those are some Christmas movies I personally enjoy. But there's ones I forgot. I totally forgot about a Christmas story. But anyway, let's, um, let's tally them up. I, I know my answer. I, I know my final number, so. George, what's your total? Wait, hold on. Let's, let's get everyone's total. Yeah, hold on. Let me add mine up. Oh, I'm definitely doing Jess's math. Hey! <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> it's, it's your fault. You've built yourself this reputation. We're scared of you. You know what, guys? I'm just a rebel without a cause. Ah. Man, I've lost. <laughs> <laughs> I have 228. <laughs> That's the worst fucking score. It's <laughs> pretty bad. Oh, I'm going to go back to my veggies. <laughs> okay, I've got my total. Okay, what's your total? 92. Oh, oh. Mine's 111. Oh. Ah, boom! See? You can't that... say I cheat or do anything. Yeah. See? Man, you're on a roll. See? I got this stuff. <laughs> Who was that? What, what, was, what was Jess's number again? It was like 400 and something. <laughs> that was two something. Dave, what was your number? 283 was her. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Two, Maybe, two, who cares? There was over 200. And the sad thing is... 200s. And on one question, she was only one away. There was only six <laughs> questions. Jess, it's okay. I want to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, that was fun. Good Good game, George. I thought you were going to take it. Yeah, I thought what, George Jess? had it. He started off really good. Yeah. Uh, that's all right. Oh, yeah, I failed. Oh, it was that last, it was the jingle all the way. I didn't realize how hated it was going to be. Yeah. I knew it was going to be hated, but I didn't think, like, it's still a Christmas movie. People still love Christmas. What was your total without that one in account? Um, 46. You would have beat me. I was 48. That was your kryptonite. Stupid Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> the governor. My own governor. Let me down. <laughs> oh, that was fun. So, but I still just, Jess isn't adding up. So I have Jess at 129. Oh, no, wait. I don't know what I just did, but now it added up to 129. Yeah, you're probably doing her, her guesses. No, baby, still lost, but not by much. <laughs> That's weird. I don't know what I was adding, or maybe there was a number still in my calculator or something. Maybe I accidentally hit multiply. I must have. <laughs> you can just tell her she won to make her happy. There you <laughs> won. Yay! No, I didn't. Did I really? No. Oh. <laughs> You're still a loser. No, but you only lost by eight. Look. Oh, did I? That's it. Cool. That's- we were really close. We were super close. I don't close. know what I did, but yay! We were super close. Well, that was a fun game. I mean, that wraps up season two of the Marsham Toy Hour. It was a good year, guys. 
Let's make 2018 even better. We're getting married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's, let's, no. let's, let's uh, over during our December break. Let's think about how we can you know improve upon this, make it better, new and improved. More games. Yeah. More Less games. toy talk. More games. More games. More singing. <laughs> Actually, more sure. drinks for you. We need some more of that strawberry uh, wine cooler for you, Gary. We do. I was sober tonight, and I think that's probably why the show sucked tonight. It did not <laughs> suck. <laughs> Thank you they, for pulling me in this year, guys. It's been yeah, fun. Good addition. It's nice having the female point of view and a collector. You know, I think George and I collect, but not not nearly to your your level. We really need you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to collect. Yeah, me too. But I, I'm I'm so like slowed down. Slown? Is that a word? You're definitely slowed no. down. Slown down. I don't think that's a you're word. You're basically saying no. You're it's you're old. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not old. Older. I'm older compared to the girl who's never seen any movies. Oh goodness, I've seen movies. You don't just even... not. All the ones you mentioned. <laughs> Do you even know who Bill Murray is? Yes. Okay. He was in Ghostbusters. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Right? He, he was in Ghostbusters, yes. See? In a and lot he of was in Groundhog, He was in Groundhog Day. One of my favorite He was movies. in Zombieland. Right? Oh, yeah. So, Teresa, I'm going to ask you about this. So, you got teased on a little bit because you were saying that uh, – uh, who's the director that makes all those explosion movies? Uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. And I think, Teresa, am I right in saying that you're the kind of person who can just sit and watch a movie purely for entertainment value. You don't need Amen. to be an amazing, great, good movie every single time. And I think a lot of movie snobs will only watch what are great movies. And so I think you got picked out yeah. a little bit this week because you said that Michael Bay movies are good. And I don't think that you yeah. meant it is the next, it's as good as, say, a Shawshank, but you're saying you can sit and watch and enjoy that movie. Exactly. Movies, to me, are meant to entertain. I'm not looking for Oscar-winning, life-changing movies, which, not to say those aren't good, but I could watch Seventeen again and High School Musical and Twilight and Hunger Games, but I can also watch to your Shawshank. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah. I like them all. I'm very open. I'll watch animated. I'll watch comedy. I just don't like the horror and like the blood and guts and gore. I steer from that. But other than that, yeah. I mean, that's what to me a movie should be. It should be something that entertains. Yeah, I'm with so. you. Like, my purpose of popping in a movie is to be entertained and just really turn off my brain and just let something else entertain me for a while. Yeah, there's maybe some movies after a while, I'm like, no, that was not a good movie. Uh, like Neighbors, Neighbors 2, we watched, terrible movie. Not worth... Oh, but I haven't seen most, that one yet. Most of the movies that critics give really high reviews, I particularly don't always enjoy. So I don't go off of, of uh, critic rating, I'll go off of audience rating if I do look up a review on a Rotten Tomatoes or an IMDb. But I would say most of the movies that I really, really enjoy probably only get like a 40% critic rating. Yep, but, I'm I'm a thousand percent on the same page. Like, typically high-rated critics are not that great. Like Justice League, that just came out, everyone was crapping on it, and I got kind of I wasn't really necessarily planning to watch it, but my brother really wanted to go, and I'm like, "Are you sure? Like, everyone's kind of crapping on it." He goes, 
people are just being people. Let's go. And it was great. Like, it wasn't like the best movie ever, but it was enjoyable. And I liked the story and it was good. Like, I'm glad it went. So there you go. that's all that matters. Yeah. You I actually enjoyed it. It was actually pretty decent. Like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the only thing that, like, my younger brother and I talked about a little bit, and he, the only thing, like, I think we would have liked is more character development. Because, like, Marvel spends so much time dedicating movies and time to kind of get to know all the different characters. And so, if anything, I would just want there to be more. Like, to get to know the backstory of the characters that played, you know, everyone that was in the movie. But it was good. They're, it's weird because like the, somehow they just don't have the fun of a Marvel movie. There's something more fun about Marvel than there is about the DC movies. But it was still it was fine. It was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. But no, maybe maybe that'll be my New Year's resolution, Gary, is to try to watch more movies I haven't seen. It's not that I don't watch them. I just it's like '90s on, and I don't know. I, gotta, I guess upon, I gotta get. We should have part of the Marsham next year. One of the one of the weeks will be Marsham movie night, where oh, I like the, it. the first the first week we mention one of the movies that we all have to watch, and then one of the podcasts later on in the month we all have to talk about the movie. So it'll make us at least watch twelve movies. I like it, like a little book club. Let's do Marsham it. Movie night. There you go. I like yeah. it. I'm in. Good suggestion. Let's do it. Look at that. I contributed to the show for you once. Did. And I heard you're working on a game for next year. So looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to a George Gaspar game. I will. I will definitely. I, I, there's a game I listen to on one of the podcasts I listen to that I love. And I just need to figure out how to translate it into toys. Yeah, that's the hard part. So I'll I'll make it work. I'll come up with the questions. It's I mean it's actually easy. I just need to write the questions. Yeah. It's an easy translate. I just need to write it down. Okay, good. And I have some other other new games I would like to play next year that are in development. And uh, Teresa and I were working on Toy Jeopardy, which I think we'll probably end up playing maybe at uh, Designer Con next year if, if we get a uh, a booth there. Maybe have some reach out to some collectors and maybe they can join and be the uh, the contestants and also i think maybe we should reach on the stopping ground and have you when you guys play games like uh you're playing for like a collector someone on this maybe the stomping ground you're playing for them and wh- whichever one of you wins they win something as well that could be fun yeah we'll figure it out we'll come up with some cool stuff and gary we need to start a list on that google page with uh movies that we need to make Teresa watch how we do so right. am I allowed to offer you all a movie that I like that you all probably haven't watched? We'll take turns. Yeah, we'll take yeah. turns. Yeah. We'll ro- we'll ro- 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 oh my god. <laughs> we'll, we'll rotate. Stutter ever. I think I'm a stutterer. <laughs> that was so good though. Oh man. <laughs> Oh man! So um, what were you trying to say? We'll take turns. Well, yeah, we'll rotate each. You know, every month, you know, one of us will take a turn suggesting a movie. Cool. Let's do it. Did you guys? Did we end the show? Did you do the ending? No, we haven't. No. So, so uh, let's wrap it up. That's a wrap for 2017. So why don't each of you take a brief moment and let the listeners know where they can find you? Teresa, go first. Sure. So yeah, thanks everyone for listening. It's been super fun. Uh, so yeah, we'll talk to you all next year. Uh, if you want to find me, talk to me over the holidays, check me out on Instagram. My username is tmhawk24. All right. And George. 
you can follow me on Instagram at Double G Toys. See you next year. And you can follow me on Instagram at GaryHam or SuperHam.com. We do this every week, not because we have to. But because we want to. But we won't be back next week or the week after that or the week after that. We might see you. We'll see. We'll talk to you in 2018. Yeah. Everyone have a Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Enjoy your December. We'll see you in January. What she said. So until our next transmission in 2018, we're signing off. Bye. Peace. Bye. Marsham Toy Hour is coming to an end. Season 2 is done. What a year it's been. Had some awesome guests. Episodes galore. What fun it is to talk about designer toys and more. Oh, jingle bells, scary smells. Where the heck is George? Trying to log into Skype, we've got to start recording. George is here, let's begin. How about some leaks? Grab a guest, talk it up, uncover awesome sneaks. Vinyl and resin, and so Fubi too. Don't care how they're made, we talk until we're blue. Gary flubs his words, Jess always tries to cheat. Oops, I just said cute again, this podcast can't be beat. Oh, play some games, have some fun, we love our silly show. Be back next year for season three, we promise it won't blow. No, Marsham is pretty sweet, we hope you think so too. Thanks for listening to us. We love you. Yes, we do. We love you. Yes, we do. We love you. Yes, we do.